Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. On page Kupta Zayn, one sixteen, five lines from the top. We were just speaking about um, the idea of Beis Mikdash is called Yom Simchas Liboy. Simchas Liboy, the joy of his heart. And Matan Torah is just the Yom Chasunose, but Simchas Liboy is a higher level because it was said afterwards in that Maimon Chazal. So Simchas Alev, what is the idea of Simchas Alev? It's the openness of heart. Or the opposite of that is uh, depression is when the heart is closed off and totally desensitized. So Simcha is the openness of heart and it's brought about through a revelation of a Erevichayas Pinimi. Either from the outside of the person he receives a revelation of a Erevichayas Pinimi, an inner or deep revelation of godliness or from this his own soul the, the a deep part of the soul it internal part of the soul is being revealed within him so then he's had the example of when the person appreciates a deep new intellectual concept and he gets pleasure in that so which that is a the pleasure within that causes his face to light up so to say um, so Simcha Salev is also from the Agili of Ruach Chaim from the revelation of the spirit of life within the heart like we said before that Ruach Chaim is really the is the true vitality of the person that's the inner life of the person so Simcha Salev in truth is even higher than Chachmas Adon like we see clearly that Simcha Salev when a person has a, a joy within their heart it actually brings about a good blood flow to the extent that this Simcha can even fix things that went wrong within the blood flow, within the blood of the person. As um, depression actually messes up things, can make the blood flow dysfunctional, and to bring about even dysfunction within the the limbs and the organs that receive from that blood. So Simcha Salev actually has the ability to, to fix all that. And this is only from the Simcha Salev, which is brought about from the refinement of the food, good foods, good quality foods. When you have a good quality foods, then you can have um, good quality blood and also a good blood flow which is when, when they, however the tainuk, the, the pleasure that a person receives from a, appreciating a new intellectual concept like this idea of doesn't have the ability to bring that about so much that the blood flow should be so good tainuk, the tainuk a person has an in intellect also strengthens the person and brings about a good blood flow but not to the extent it's only a momentary, not to the extent where we can actually fix stuff that went wrong within the blood flow. Simcha Salev has the ability to fix Vamash, to literally fix the blood flow. And then we said, this is the idea of Simcha this is referring to being the building of the base of Mikdash. Dehine is starting five lines from the top, the end of the line, Dehine. The main service in the 
Holy Temple was the service of the sacrifices, the animal sacrifices. And through the, bringing these these animal sacrifices and being burnt up on the altar, that caused a, which is the idea of them ascending back to their source, that causes a descent, a drawing down of that godly energy, a new a new light from above, like we said before. Like I said, that's what means from the word from a descent of a level, drawing down from a level which transcends all that is drawn down into the heart of the supernal man. Like we explained before, from the level which totally transcends which is the essence of Hashem's infinite energy. The inner core of Kesser, which is Kesser is a crown, just like a crown is above the head, so too. This level in godliness refers to a level which totally transcends even the head, which is the Chabad, the Chacham bin Adas of Atzilus. So therefore, it's referring to a level which totally transcends all of the chain of creation. And the Karbanis ascending back to the sources was causing this revelation of this new new light from above Yishtalshalus, from Pinyusa Kesra, to go down and to reveal into the heart of um the supernal man, meaning within Atzilus, and then down into being infused into all creation, Kanal. So this whole idea of the service of the Karbanis and drawing down this new light, this is the idea of the joy of Hashem's heart, the joy of the heart of the supernal man, which it transcends even the idea of the day of his uh, marriage, the day of his wedding, which is referring to the giving of the Torah, which that refers to the idea of the wisdom of man lights up his face, which is Chachma, because the whole idea of Torah the giving of the Torah, which is the wisdom of Hashem, the Raisim Chokhmanovkas, the Torah comes from Hashem's wisdom. That's only idea of Chokhmah, southern Torah part of the revelation of Chokhmah. And then it says in the parentheses, Hashem in the Moyer, and this is levels what we spoke about before when we were speaking about how, what Moshe brings about. Aaron is the Shushvina to Matrunisa. Aaron lifts up the Jewish souls by bringing down to them and shining within them the Avraba, the unlimited love. And Moshe's job is to bring that Moir closer to the person, which basically means the Chachmah Stima, the hidden level, the inner core of Chachmah, down to the soul, to allow him to feel that source of his soul. But So basically, Simcha Sliboy is a revelation from Keser, which transcends Yishtalshlis, whereas Yem Chasunasi, Matan Torah, Day of his wedding, that refers to only a revelation of Chachmah, or the inner core of Chachmah. So the joy of the heart is even above that, because that was just from the hidden core of Chachma, whereas this is come, coming from a level of Kesser, which transcends Yishtal And that only is brought about through the refinement, the uplifting of the soul of the animal sacrifices, specifically, Only that that's only happening through that. We said before that a person, uh, the good blood flow can only happen through eating good quality food, and that food being refined, turning into blood, and then that blood being... Um, healthily having a healthy blood flow through Simcha Salev. So, so too, the whole idea of this revelation, of this this light from above Yishtalshlus, this godly energy which transcends Yishtalshlus from Kesser, can only be brought about through the good quality food, which is for Hashem, the animal sacrifices. But now, in our time, when the base of Mitzvah is not here, and we don't have a service of the sacrifices, the sages enacted prayer in the place of the sacrifices. Which, what is the parallel between prayer and animal sacrifices? Because in prayer, it's a time when we're, we are supposed to arouse love 
with all our hearts. And the sages say, "Levavcha is a double term for heart instead of lecholibcha." That you should also bring about love in your animal soul, not just in your godly soul. So that's why the whole idea of prayer is parallel to the karbanis. You're trying to, you're trying to be makriv. You're trying to bring your animal soul on the altar of Hashem also to uplift your animal soul to Hashem. That this animal soul should be refined and uplifted and be totally absorbed within the within the flaming fire, fiery love of the godly soul, which is that fire that, parallel to the fire that would um, descend onto the altar and burn up the soul of the, burn up the um, sacrifice. We're trying to accomplish that same idea with the animal soul, which is the parallel to the animal sacrifice, that it should be burned up in the flaming fire of the godly soul. And this is the idea of the... Um, this is the idea of the four levels which exist within prayer. Pesukah the Zimra, the four levels being Pesukah the Zimra, the verses of praise from Baruch Sha'amar until Yishtabach, Birchas Kirishma, then the blessings of Shema, the Kirishma, then the Shema itself, Shmeida Esrei, and then the Amida prayer, standing, uh, standing prayer of the Shmeida Esrei, the eighteen Rachis Shabahem Birur Valias and Avshbamis. So in these four steps, the phases of prayer, that is when the refinement and the uplifting of the animal soul occurs. Dehine. Now, to understand this whole idea of these four phases of prayer and how they uplift and refine the animal soul, bring it back to its source. Let's bring another verse here. It says in the, in the verse, a strong wind, and a strong and great wind, um, removes mountains, breaks mountains, and totally removes mountains, and breaks rocks. The verse continues, not the Hashem is not within this this wind. And after the wind, there comes a great noise. But Hashem is not within that noise, that great noise. And after this great noise comes fire. And Hashem is not found with, even within this fire. But after the, the the fire, then there's this sound of a very of basically a very very quiet sound. And on the Isaiah brings about this verse, Tamon that there is where the king comes, where Hashem comes. Hashem comes when there's this very small, quiet sound. So what is this verse meaning in the deeper sense? So there's different stages this verse says. It says, first, the great strong wind, which has the ability to totally uplift mountains and displace mountains and break rocks. So, and it says that Hashem is not there in this wind. And then it says Rash, the great noise. It's the second level. Shem is not there. Then it says Ash, fire. Shem is not there. And then it says this um, very quiet noise. So Dehine Ruach. When the first the first part, which is mentioned in that verse, is the the wind. Um, referring to the deeper sense, referring to the praises, the verses of praise, and and the first phase of Tefillah. Which the main concept which we speak about when we're saying these verses of praise is about the bringing into being, bringing into existence of all the worlds, the higher worlds, the lower worlds, which are created from nothing to something. Um, so every phase of prayer has a different concentration, different isbainunus, uh, contemplation, which we're showing the focus on, and in this process of uplifting our animal soul. First, in Sukkot Zimra, just talking about all of creation, how it was created from nothing to something. 
all the worlds, and how this creation from nothing to something is all brought about from just the Ruach Pivis Barich, the breath of Hashem's mouth, which this could be referring to what we were saying before, that Ruach, the breath or the wind, refers to Pesukah the verses of praise. Like we're saying, the whole creation is just created from Ruach Piv, the breath of His mouth. Like it says that the the heavens were created by the words of the word of Hashem, and Ruach Piv, and with the breath of His mouth, um, all of its hosts, the Kol Mata, the all of the hosts of the the heavenly hosts and the earthly hosts, meaning everything that exists in the higher worlds and lower worlds, and Tzav of Maimer of Ruach Piv, was all created through Hashem's utterances, Hashem's ten utterances of creation, and through the breath of His mouth, which is the synonymous, the same idea of the utterances. And this is the concentration, the contemplation that a person is supposed to be focusing on during the verses of praise. How the most amazing thing, how it's an amazing fact that everything was created from nothing to something, which is in itself an amazing, which humans don't have the ability, even if they would gather together in every, all of creation, they wouldn't be able to even to create a wing of a fly, like it says in the, the Maimar Chazal. So it's an amazing fact that everything is created, all the worlds, higher and lower, were created from nothing to something. That's one contemplation concentration. And also the fact that the Baruch Shamar, like it says in um, and the Pesukah de Zimra, we start off Baruch Shamar, blessed is the one who spoke and the world came to being, That meaning to, which implies that the, with just one Amida, with one utterance, all the worlds, higher and lower, were created, that they should become an existence, an independent existence, to feel their own existence and be created from nothing to something. So that is the focus of Pesukah de Zimra, the first stage. And concerning this wind, or in the sense of uh, the Ruach Hashem, the spirit of Hashem, of the breath of his mouth. But about concerning this basically stage of prayer of Sukkot Zimra, which is called Ruach, the wind, it says in the verse, because we brought before, This great strong wind has the ability to uh, displace mountains and to break rocks. What does that mean in our service of Hashem? Like it says in Sukkot Zimra, it says, that the the um, the praises of Hashem's upliftedness were in their throats, and then it says, and um, a sword, a two-edged sword, was in their hands. Which the deeper explanation of that is that through the fact that we contemplate the greatness of Hashem in Pesukah de Zimna, which is that's the Reimimis Kale, the greatness of Hashem. Through that, we have, we take hold of a double-edged sword and we're able to break the negativity within our souls. So this is what it's going to explain. But who in the Zimra, and this is the idea of the verses of praise. That Zimra also the Zimra also comes from the word Meloshin and Lazamir Aritzim to cut off thorns. So it comes from the word to cut down. That through the, pray, the the concentration, the contemplation about the greatness of the creation of all of existence from nothing to something, and that it's all it's all creation is just from uh, Shem's speech, which is, means that it has no uh, has no importance before and no worth before Hashem Himself. So through contemplating all that, you cut off all the thorns and the prickles within yourself. It's referring to the coarseness of the animal soul. That in it's the existence 
um, the existence of the animal soul is by its very nature, by its very nature, chumri vagas, coarse, and grub, and very insensitive to godliness, and just was drawn after physicality. And through contemplating during the verses of praise, the verses of cutting down, like we just said, um, through contemplating the amazing wondrousness of the creation of every all the worlds from nothing to something, that allows a person to get out, to leave, to escape from his coarseness and his grub kite. That is the idea of this Ruach Gdoyla, this Ruach of Pesukah Zimra has the ability to break mountains, to break through rocks even, to break through the coarseness of the person's animal soul, allows him to get out of that. Because when he thinks about the amazing creation, how everything's created from nothing to something, he wants to just, first of all, a, that amazingness, he wants to connect to Hashem and leave the physical creation. Second of all, he realized everything was just created by Hashem's speech, meaning that it has no worth, the whole world has no worth compared to Hashem himself. The whole world is just created from Hashem's speech, just like speech of a person has no worth compared to the person himself, like it says in Tanya, that will want makes a person want to leave all this physicality of the world, which has no worth compared to the truth of Hashem's essence. So that is has the ability to break the coarseness of his animal soul. However, when the, the verse continues, the Hashem is not found within this spirit, within this ruach, this wind. Which is referring to the Ruach Elikim, the spirit of Hashem. Like it says that after the flood of Noyach, Hashem caused the spirit of Hashem, the, um, the spirit of Elikim, to go on the earth. So, what is this referring to here? The Ruach Hashem, the spirit of Hashem, which is said is the spirit of Elikim. The Briya Sa'ilim, the creation of all the worlds, is Meshem Elikim, from the name of Hashem, of, which is Elikim. Like it says, the, in the beginning of Hashem's creating the heavens and the earth, it was all through Elikim. Elikim, so Elikim always refers to the name of Hashem, which connotes tzimtzum, contraction, concealment of Hashem's divinity. So Hashem is not found, Hashem is not found within this Ruach Elikim, within this contraction. And within the name of the Yud Kevavke, the name of Hashem, Yud Kevavke, Havaya, Elikim always refers to the last He of that name. She also cleared the Leis which the He was referring to Balchus of Atzilus, which is called the Osa Klila. The Zayar says that this last He is a light letter which has no mamashas to it and it has no substance to it. Meaning a very external breath of the mouth. Which is all referring to Malchus of Atzilus, which creates everything. Your kingship is the kingship of all worlds, referring to how all creation is created through Malchus. Basically, Malchus being this this sphere which contracts and conceals on all the energy from above it, all the energy from the spheres above it, and translates it down to creation in a lower level, so that the created beings should be able to exist and to receive that contracted, diminished divine energy. So, Hashem's essence is truly not found within this idea of the Ruach Likim and this symptom because it's all just a contraction, a very Hevel Chitzoini, external um, extension of godliness, and not the essence of Hashem. And then the verse continues, after this spirit or this, this wind, Rash, there is a great noise. And that refers to, in our the phases of, four phases of prayer, that refers to the blessings of the Shema, specifically the first blessing of Yetzir, Yetzir 
which in which we speak about in which we speak about the idea of the nullification the nullification of all the angels before Hashem the angels all are all praising Hashem and um, claiming His holiness and they um, are crowning Hashem as king the Srafim, the angels called Srafim, which literally means burnt up. These angels are saying Kaddish, They're saying Kaddish, our Hashem is so holy, which holiness, holy always refers to being how Hashem is so removed from creation. They're saying this in a Slavus Gudel, a great excitement with a flaming fire, burning fire of chukov timoyin of uh, of desire and thirst to come closer to Hashem. Hashem is so removed from them; they want to come closer to Him. Whereas the Eifanim, the Chayes Hakedish, which are on a lower level than the Surafim, they are berash god, like it says in the blessings of the Shema. They are with a great noise. So therefore, we see the connection. Why in that verse it says after the the wind comes a rash. The noise that is referring to the noise that the Eifanim and Chayes Hakedish are making, and also the Surafim are making when they're screaming out Kaddish, Hashem is so holy. Uh, so they found him these two types of angels, the lower level angels, and they're in this great noise. They said they uplift themselves to the opposite, the Srafim. And this great noise is coming about through their contemplation and the infinite energy of Hashem, which is totally Kodesh, which is totally holy and removed from them. It's not grasped within their. Um, the vessels of their contemplation, comprehension, they don't have the ability to grasp it within their, within their tiny minds, so to say, their spiritual minds. With the spiritual tools they have to comprehend things, so Hashem is so removed from them. Their tools of comprehension of these of the angels all comes from the lower hey, the last hey, of the Shemavaya, the Yudkevavke, which refers to Malchus. The creation of all the angels of all of creation, like we said before, comes from Malchus, um, the lowest level, which is just a hevel chitzeni, a very external ray of godliness. So, therefore, the tools they have to comprehend Hashem comes from that lower level, that limited level, and therefore they don't have the ability to comprehend the infinite energy of Hashem. Concerning this, it says, um, It says about the angels, that they they praise and they sing about your righteousness. What is the righteousness? This level of righteousness refers to, refer to. Tzedek Malchus Kadisha refers to Hashem uh, is Malchus, the holy kingship, which is referring to the lowest uh, level of Atzilus, the level where the godliness becomes diminished and contracted. That is the only level which they are able to appreciate and comprehend. That's why it says They they sing about your righteousness, your your malchus, because that is the source of their existence. This level is by them, by the angels, in a level of comprehension, apprehension, they're able to appreciate and to comprehend this, the energy and the light which flows from that level within them, because that's the source of their energy. Just like a person is able to comprehend and to appreciate the life of the vitality of his soul, because it's within him, therefore you're able to appreciate that. It's a level of God. It's a level of um, spiritual vitality which is enclosed and diminished and contracted within the person. So too, the 
supernal angels are able to appreciate, to comprehend the godly light and vitality which encloses within them to enliven them. Because that was talking about a level of, of godliness which is contracted and diminished and fits into them. So therefore, they're able, to, they're able to comprehend it. That's why only the level of your, your tzidkoska, your righteousness, referring to Malchus of Atzilus, which is the source of their existence, the source of their vitality, they're able to yiraneinu, sing about and praise about because they're able to appreciate it and not comprehend it. They also, they also comprehend and understand that this level, which they appreciate, which is the source of their vitality, is only an external ray of godliness. But the essence of their infant energy of Hashem is totally holy and removed from them. Um... So this is the idea what they, the, the angels say, Kaddish, 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 holy, 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 they're, they're, they're expressing their appreciation, they're expressing their comprehension how Hashem and His essence is truly removed and holy from them. Vav shalomayla mihei shebichina zu shebichina zu Kaddish shumuvdochulu And this is referring to the level of, when they say Kaddish, Kaddish, that's referring to the level of Vav, the Vav of Shemavaya which is before the last hay, which is above the hay, which is the source of the life force of the angels, that this level of the vav is totally removed and holy, meaning totally removed from them, from the angels, above their ability to comprehend. And therefore, they, um, they are aroused in this great noise, we're going to say, to, they, to want to leave their limited existence and be able to come absorbed in that infinite energy of Hashem. And that is referring to the Vav of Shemavaya, the next, the next level higher from the source of their energy, from the He of Shemavaya. And maybe, maybe that's hinted to in the fact that it says Kodosh or the Vav instead of Kodesh. Kodosh is that Vav in the middle between the Dal and the Shin, referring to the level of godliness which transcends their existence. This is the reason for the angels making so much noise. Like it says, Mechayis, Godl. From the level of the godly energy, which is grasped within their comprehension, they would not make so much noise. Meaning, from that level of malchus, which they, which actually comes in an inner way within their existence, enclosed within them in an inner way, it doesn't create such excitement and such noise. But from the level of the infant energy of Hashem, which totally is above their comprehension, that is what brings about the great noise and the great excitement of these angels. Meaning, something which you appreciate, which is, which is fit to your level, you don't get so excited when you appreciate it, because it's something which is na- natural to you already. Something which is above your level, and you can't totally appreciate, that's when you get excited that you see that there is such a concept, or that there is a, such a godly level, which totally transcends me. And I'm, and I'm making so much noise about it because I can't appreciate it. And I don't know what it truly is, but I know it's totally above me and it totally transcends anything which I do know about. But the Srafim, which are the higher level angels, like we said before, above the Fanim Chayis which make all the noise when they appreciate that Hashem is totally above them, the Srafim, which are on a higher level, being that they, uh, they comprehend at least the idea of Hashem's holiness, the Afla, and the amazingness how Hashem is totally removed from them. Um, right at the next, the beginning of the next page, they are not just in a, a state of noise, of making noise and amazement, and how Hashem is totally removed, removed from them. They are on a higher level. They appreciate how Hashem, this, how Hashem 
is totally removed from them. And therefore, they are in a state of ratze, of yearning to become absorbed in that infinite essence of Hashem. But they find him which on a lower level, which they know that there is something which is holy. But they do not comprehend this idea of how Hashem is totally removed from them. Meaning there, there is no there is no revelation to them in a revealed way at all from this holiness. Therefore, they say. Blessed be the glory of Hashem from its place. That Baruch always in Chesed refers to blessing, refers to drawing down. But he caused the camels to go down to their knees, or Mamavrei he caused he brought the vine down to replant it, always referring to bringing down of Shefa Elikia, godly energy. So that's why they found him on a lower level. They have no revelation from that holiness. They just know. That there is, they know that there is something which is holy and removed from them, but they don't understand that holiness at all. Whereas the Israfim, being that they're on a higher level, they have better tools to comprehend, they're more refined, they're on a higher level, therefore they do understand a bit about, they have a little bit of revelation of that holiness. They appreciate that wondrousness, that removedness of Hashem a little bit, and therefore they are not in that, um, they're not making such great noise about it. Rather, they're in a state of yearning to become absorbed in that level. Whereas they find him, which have no comprehension and what that holiness is at all, they just know that it exists. They're asking, please draw down, make a revelation a little bit of that holiness so I can appreciate it. We'll stop there, three lines on the top of the page, Kufyud Zion. Thank you everybody for listening to the new podcast, Chsidis. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidisonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode. Thank you very much.